Welcome to the To Be Discussed podcast, guys. This is our first edition. We're so excited. I'm Riley Paint, and uh, I've got my great buddy, my best friend here, uh, Adrian Herndon, and we're uh, just going to start out on this journey, and we're so glad to have you along for the ride. So just to kind of let you know, uh, for those of you that might not know, the To Be Discussed podcast is where we're going to come together, and we're going to discuss all sorts of issues and look at them uh, through the lens of the Bible and uh, through the lens of society and and just have a discussion. Uh, That's why we call it To Be Discussed. We're just here to have a discussion and hopefully learn some things along the way. Anything you want to say, Adrian, by way of introduction? Um, Not much, just other than I'm so excited to finally get this podcast up and going because I do believe that the world as of today, as it stands, needs to uh, know what it means and what it means, uh, what it is to have, let's say, an open discussion. And so I'm excited because we're gonna we're gonna talk about some interesting topics. And uh, tonight, what we're what we're starting off with, I'm pretty sure you're gonna want to listen to and understand where we're coming from. So you're gonna get to see uh, our minds and our hearts. Uh, Throughout this whole process, uh, throughout this whole journey, so tonight this we're just going to give you just a little taste of what we're going to be doing and uh, the reason behind why we're doing it. And, and and we're new to this, so as we go along, you're you're on this journey with us, right? Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna get better at things <laughs> and kind of get a, a good nuance going and and add some music, uh, intro music, and things like that. So we're just so glad to have you listen uh, to us. Wherever you're listening to us, whether it be on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, uh, and, and be sure and check out our Facebook page, yes, uh, the To Be Discussed Facebook page. It's uh, To Be Discussed with RNA, and uh, you just type that in. It'll take you right to our Facebook page, and we're going to be posting things on there throughout the week. Uh, we're going to post links uh, to our feed so that you can click on that and choose whichever way that you take in your podcast, and... Uh, just so glad to have you along for the ride. So the how we're kind of opening up this is our, our topic uh, for this very first podcast is why we're doing this. Why did we come to the conclusion, you know, that this is important? Uh, this is something that uh, Reverend and I have talked about off and on, you know, about different things and, and why... Uh, more people don't have just honest discussions, right? right? And so we decided, hey, we'll we'll just take this uh, to the airwaves. So let's go ahead. If if you're ready, let's let's dive on in. Um, so where I wanted to start uh, out on my side of things, kind of looking mm-hmm. at from the the biblical perspective, is, is this: Why is this important? Uh, more specifically, uh, why is discussion in the realm of the Bible, right, important. And, and why is it so important that we sit down? Well, if you you look in Acts chapter 2, and there's a lot there. That's one of my favorite uh, chapters in all the Bible. I've preached on it several times, talked about it. I, you know, Ray and I have had numerous discussions where Acts chapter 2 is brought up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love Acts chapter 2, but what I want to focus and kind of hone in on specifically is that as you read further down in Acts chapter 2, starting with verse 42, what you're going to find there, uh, right, is that 
they devoted themselves to fellowship. Now, there's two types of fellowship discussed there. There's corporate fellowship, mm-hmm. and then there's personal fellowship that's discussed there. Right. Now, I think it's important before we get too far into that part of the discussion to kind of set a, a, a definition of the two. Uh, so if we're talking about corporate fellowship, that's where we come together, right? And we have worship through song, and then we worship through preaching, and there's corporate prayer and those type right, of things. Right. So, so we see that they were devoted to that. But then we also see that they came together and had the breaking of bread. They would go to each other's homes, and it says they were devoted to that type of fellowship. Right. Now, that type of fellowship is a discussion. Mm-hmm. And so what we find there is that the two need to coexist. Mm -hmm. Now, I also want to be real careful here um, before we get too deep and and go ahead and preface this by saying the personal fellowship should never serve as a replacement for the corporate. Right. It should coexist. Right. And and that kind of goes, you know, into when you think about the social aspect of that, um, through my study throughout this week, I found that, you know, when I was in college, let's start there. When I was in college, I had this professor who, uh, in intro to sociology, and his class was very interesting. One of the, uh, the main classes that uh, got me on this journey to want to study and then major in sociology. Uh, but what we did, instead of him standing at the front of the class and co- uh, constant, constantly lecturing us uh, every day, we opened up the book and we had a conversation about the topic. And it was an open uh, conversation. He would open up the class uh, with the question about the topic and he would go around the room and he would allow us all to kind of give uh, our own personal experience or feedback on what the topic was. And I found that interesting because in today's society um, and working in the uh, school district, I find that people will listen and be more engaged to uh, an open discussion because then when you're sitting in a lecture, you're constantly being told this is what this means. This is what you should do. This is how you do it. But when you have an open discussion, you give people the the freedom to be able to express not only their uh, opinions, but their knowledge of things that they know. And so what I found is uh, this in a study about uh college courses, um, students who attended lectures while they learned more, um, the students who attended the classes where it was open discussion, their test grades were 10% higher than mm. the ones who attended the lectures. Um, and we, and I found that lectures, when you go to, when you go to lectures, it's harder to focus because you're sitting there and then it's a big classroom full of, uh, say you go to a university. Now, most, uh, university, those classes, say, range from 50 students. Oh, those are key. Plus, yes. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to get a bunch of lectures. And so you're sitting in this classroom full of people. And if you would look around, you would notice, okay, who's all truly paying attention? Because you will have, <laughs> you probably have 50% of that class who have their laptops open. And, who, and if you look at that 50%, how many of those people are searching or looking at something other than something that's not that's that's not focused on the lesson or anything that's being taught at the moment? 
they're not necessarily looking at something that pertains to what exactly. they're trying to be. So they might be on YouTube. They're not focused. Is mm-hmm. what. So they're not focused. But when you have an open discussion, when you someone's able to to openly, um, openly give their opinion and say, you know what, this is what I experienced, and this is what I went through, or well, this is what I think, or this is what I know. When they are able to do that, then that opens themselves up to be able to to listen. Okay, this may be my experience, but this may not be their experience, mm-hmm. right? And so, I have found that I personally personally learn more by having open discussion because then I'm I'm, I'm able to ask those questions that I, I maybe have been afraid to ask before, you know, and and. When when that happens and people are able to do that, you you get those kind of questions that people have held in for so long, because now when you start talking, when people start talking, uh, you realize, wow, okay, somebody's going through the same thing I'm going through, you know, someone has experienced the same thing I've experienced, or uh, maybe I can learn from them. Well, how did they get through this? Mm-hmm. Uh, how did they deal with it? And so you you won't be afraid to ask those kind of questions anymore because then that's where that freedom comes in, and it's interesting um, because in the Bible, as as I told you the other day, Riley is the Bible never talks against having discussion. No. Matter of fact, you see a lot of discussion in the Bible. Mm-hmm. When you see uh, whether it was good or bad, the Pharisees, whenever they ask Jesus questions about trying to tempt him, it was a discussion. Yeah. But and, and you know that the disciples had discussions, right? Like, like you know, it's not it's not uh, recorded necessarily, but they're walking along, they're having discussions, right? It wasn't a constant Jesus just constantly preaching to them, right? Yeah. Um, and, and one thing I was curious about as you were talking about these college students, right? Um, were there any numbers on like students who kind of had a hybrid, like like they went to lecture, but then they also had discussion? I did not find numbers. I, I really the only thing that I found was um, the percentages. So the, right, the, the, like I mentioned earlier, the the students who went to lectures, their test scores were, I guess, well, no, the students that went to uh, open discussion were ten percent higher. higher. Yeah. So my guess is that there was probably a hybrid, probably right. within that group. Yeah, because that's what I really, as I was looking in Acts chapter two, that's what really hit me is that those two coexist. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, uh, from a from the Bible perspective, right? From a church perspective, never let um, we we have this idea. Let, let's start here. We have this idea that oh well, as long as we're together and we're talking about let's church. Mm-hmm. Mm, the Bible's pretty clear that there's an order to the service, right? right? And it's not necessarily three hymns, happy birthday, and then preaching. Yeah. But but there's something of a, an order to it. There there's there's a worship uh, element to it, right, that we know happens through song and prayer. Yeah. And then there's clearly preaching that takes place. So so don't misunderstand me. I'm not, and, and I know you're not either, we're not proposing that these group discussions ever replace preaching. Right. But we are saying that they should enhance it, that they enhance our uh, discipleship aspect. Right and in our growing as pe- uh, people, and it's good to hear d- even differing opinions um, theologically uh, sometimes to just kind of press into each other and and test our thought processes and our convictions. 
You know, a, a lot of what I've learned over the the years has happened. Uh, you know, and, and I've I've been able to listen uh, right to some of the top preachers in the country, but a lot of what I've learned has happened in discussion. <laughs> you know, you know where I hear something and then I get to kind of press into that a little more. Or I have a, a thought process, right, that I've kind of gained and somebody asks me a question to kind of press me on the issue. So then I have to defend that. And, and that's where I learned, okay, is this valid? Or is this just something, right, that I've um, come up with in my own mind and, and a way I perceive things? And that's in any aspect of life. Right. Uh, that, and, and the other thing, one of the reasons I think discussion isn't more promoted is that discussion often leads to debate. And we're not right. talking about that. Right. Um, and, and, honest, and that's another thing. Um, the Bible does talk about idle talk. So mm-hmm. we're not supposed to have idle talk, um, meaning conversations just that are empty, you know, just empty conversations. But um, yeah, that, that means don't go and spend an hour of what's supposed to be Bible study time right. just talking about the weather and exactly. cows and <laughs> things that don't matter. Yeah, right. Uh, but um, it's also interesting. Interesting that you said you you know you pointed out that this isn't a discussion shouldn't be a replacement for preaching because it's interesting you say that because it says the same thing about uh, the college courts. You know, mm-hmm. so you these. It's the desk. <laughs> the the open discussion courses should never really truly replace the the lecture courses because in a lecture when you're when, when there's you learn things that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's a specific um um what's the word I'm looking for? There's a specific task. There's a specific point point to yeah. it that right. That's the point. Uh, there's a specific point that the professor is trying to get across, and it's important that you listen because there's some things that you don't know. So, and in an open discussion, that means everybody else is giving their different point of views. Mm-hmm. But in the lecture, this is this is what it is, and this is what you need to know. Point right. blank. Period. Um, so those are also uh, helpful. So we're not. Saying just disregard preaching altogether or disregard uh, Sunday morning church. We're not saying that. But what we're saying is it's also important that we do meet and that uh, we do come together and then we and we do fellowship uh, and discuss these type of things. Because I was told uh, when I was in high school, I took a Bible literature class Mm -hmm. and I was told that uh, when we're studying the Bible, we should never just read it and go on, you know. We should stop and ask why, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and not to get ahead of anything else, but we should all, always stop and ask why. Well, okay, what does this mean? Or why uh, Why is it set, worded that way? Why did God say this? What's the meaning behind it? We should always ask questions so that we can get the content, um, the content correct or the context correct. And also... Um, we will know what ha- what was going on in that point in time. And then once we gather all this stuff together, okay, so how do I apply this? You know, we ask those type of questions. Mm-hmm. And those type of questions can be asked in, the, in, in a discussion. Um, and so I in, I personally, I enjoy some good preaching. I do. I do too. Yeah, so I, 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 I enjoy it. I mean, 
I've heard some good preachers, but I've also been a part of some great Bible studies mm-hmm. where it was just open discussions about the 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 scripture and I, and we and I've I've gotten some what I would call uh, nuggets of truth, such treasures found maybe in one word out of a scripture out of a text. And so you know that's some deep digging when you can find one word and break it apart and say and find mm-hmm. something, uh, some treasure in it. But that's how rich God's God's word is, and that's why I believe that it's important that these discussions happen because you find those nuggets of truth and and, and through maybe one word or one sentence when you find out what it means, and all this happens through discussions because we could. Spend 30 minutes at home reading two to three chapters and never know what any of it means. But when we take the time to to just slow down and say, okay, let me backtrack and go back to this verse. What does this mean? And once you ask those questions, you will be surprised. And I believe God is faithful Mm -hmm. that when we ask for things according to his will and his word, uh, he is faithful to give it. Right. Uh, because it's his word, you know. So he wants us to get it right. In order to know how to live, we have to know what he means in his word. If we're going to follow it and apply it to our lives, and so um, that happens when we stop and we ask questions and we we discuss with each other and find the reasons why. Uh, matter of fact, in Isaiah, he says, "Come and let us reason together." Mm-hmm. You know. God likes discussion. Yeah, that's part of the relationship. Okay, that's what I want to press into now because we kind of discussed why that's important from from you know a coexisting standpoint and, and things like that. But I wanted to really press into the relational part of this. So the the discussion leads to relationship, right? And, and that's what allows us to really get to know one another and to really get to know where we're coming from and to share, like you said, that share those experiences right. um, or, or ask those questions. Even if, you know, somebody shares something that, that's not exactly the way that you understand it or the way that you view uh, a particular thing, it still builds a relationship when you're able to press into that. Right, right. And, and to to hear somebody else uh, share whatever perspective that they're coming from, right? And um, so, uh, socially speaking, I believe that about building relationships. I believe that if we were to do a lot more of discussion, there will be less hate. There oh, yeah. will be there will be less uh, misunderstandings. Because a lot of times... There would be less extremism. Yes. Because what's happened now is that we have people who are extremely one way or extremely the other, and really the truth is somewhere in the middle. Right. The way it ought to be is somewhere in the middle. Right. But because we're not having those discussions, we're never getting to the middle. Exactly. It just ain't happening. And, and it's so it's, it's, it's like we, when we don't, it's, we're closing our minds to saying, this is the way it's been, this is the way I've always thought, mm-hmm. and that's just how it's going to be. But no... And and this is a thing. It, that's also it becomes uh, um, that brings up pride mm-hmm. because then it's you're setting your ways. You're not willing to hear anyone else. Uh, you're not willing to try something new or to okay say uh, that's just like you're <laughs> you're driving and, and this has happened a lot. Uh, me and Riley have been traveling somewhere. Uh, we're driving along and. Um, we're coming up on the turn, oh, and 
either we've zoomed past it or <laughs> that only happens at night, folks. Just yeah. so you know, like I, I don't see very well. Right, so we zoomed past it, or uh, um, we just don't see it. You know, that happens a lot. I just don't see it. Yeah, so. So it's just like me saying, hey, man, you missed a turn. And him saying, well, no, this is not the way. <laughs> I'm going the way I want to go. I know what I'm doing. But in reality. For the record, that's not what I said. Yeah, that's thank you for it. pointing it out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just a, uh, a good metaphor. illustration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in reality, um, you have a clue. But for the sake of your own pride or in ego, you won't say that. I missed mm-hmm. a turn. And go back and try to find a way back around. So that's that's what it's like um, when we're not willing to have or to discuss with someone and try and get an understanding um, and different point of view. And, and that's really... Now, I want to press into that. The different point of view. Yeah. All right, let's press there for... Okay, just cool. So, because I was waiting for you to say it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, so... The other thing I wanted to look at here, or as we're having this discussion about discussion, yeah. <laughs> um, is that we need to have discussions with people who come from different backgrounds, thought processes, yes. Yes. and even different decades. Yeah. So different backgrounds. That's how you and I, like I learned a lot because you come from a different background than I do. Yeah. And, and vice versa, right? Yeah. So... You know, your upbringing was different. Some of your uh, cultural things are a little bit different. You know, right. I've, I've learned that, you know, and, and you've heard me talk about different things. So we need to have that. We need to be culturally diverse in our discussions, like right. in our conversations, because we need to be able to say, hey, listen, I don't really understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to listen. Right. That's so. That's the thing. Being willing to, um, when you're not willing to do something, it's like you're you you're shutting yourself off from experiences that you you may never know that may guide you, uh, that could guide you some, somewhere in life that you never thought you'd go. Mm-hmm. And it could be it could be positive. It could be somewhere God wants you to go because you're but because you're not willing to listen. Ooh, that'll preach because you're not, because you're not and let me step on my own toes uh, but because you're not willing to listen you can miss out on the blessing on the opportunity so it's important that or you go and, and, and miss out on you know adding a missing piece right you know exactly um man I'm telling you it, it's been so many times and I one of my experiences in college is one friend that I that I, I made was because I actually stopped and I took time and I was willing to get to know this person other than just going by my own assumptions about what everybody else was saying. I took the time to stop and get to know this person and get to know who they really were mm-hmm. and to listen to them. Mm-hmm. And and I'm telling you, that was some of the, the greatest memories and uh, friendships that I had throughout college. You know, granted, I did have some some bad uh, experiences as well, but most of my good experiences happened when I was able to just stop and be in the moment with those people and listen to what they had to say. 
Um, whether Even though they came from a different culture. Exactly. So I want to share experience in that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, you and I, you know, are best friends. We're tight and all. Right. And, and as I said, you come from a different cultural background. And so I started learning that through the discussions that we would have in the truck. Well, I had a yeah. truck. <laughs> but, but that we would have in the, the truck and things like that. Uh, or just in general conversation, wherever that might take place. And so because of that, you know, our, our relationship grew tighter and tighter and tighter. And then oh, it's probably been, I guess, maybe a year ago now, whenever your sister graduated. Um, it's been almost a year. Yeah, yeah, almost a year. Almost a year. And so your mom, you know, invited me to the little get-together that we had for her. And, and you had a niece that graduated, so we go to that. Yeah. And so because our conversations, and I knew some cultural things were different, right? So I'm sitting there, and one of the things I realized is how tight um, the African-American community is when it comes to the family aspect, right? Mm-hmm. As I'm, like, listening to these people, they stood up and, and, you know, they had words for the graduates. Yeah. And almost to a person, if you can correct me if I'm wrong, Almost to a person, all the speeches at some point mm-hmm. mention, hey, if you fail, that's okay. Just come back home. We'll take care of you, and we'll send you back out. Yeah. Like, that was almost to a person. Yeah. And that was something that I had not really seen mm-hmm. necessarily, right? Yeah. And so just being able to have those conversations, that opened up the door because of our conversations right. for me to be able to experience something that I had not previously right. seen you yeah. know a setting like that right and that and man that i didn't even know you remember that but i mean but it's that kind of stuff right there is that exactly what we mean i mean you you through because of that you find opportunities you find golden moments man and you, you and pick up on nuggets yeah it's, you pick up on nuggets and and, and they last yeah. but you know I, that, that's a blessing i'm glad you got to experience that you yeah know? um but it, it's true, and so I, I've learned, man, a lot from you, <laughs> uh, just different stuff. Um, one of the uh, the the things that I've learned is definitely that you have taught me uh, throughout our friendship is that, man, the the willingness to, and I, I tell you this, I don't, I still don't grasp how you are able to make a decision and that's final, you know. You, you 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 like you say you wake up and say this is what I'm gonna do and you go and do it, and and I've learned to be able to make decisions that way because you've taught me that uh, life you know it's not and, and through your sermons that you would preach that it, it's not gonna be forever. So you learn how to make important decisions when they need to be made, and you and you know you know how to make them. And will you mess up? Yes, you will mess up. We all mess up. But it's 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 finding that willingness to get back up and keep going. Um, we actually just had that discussion yeah, a few minutes ago. Yeah, so it's it's finding that willingness to get back up and keep going. But that's what I that's what I um, one of the things that I have learned amongst the many other things. But that's just one thing that sticks out is how you're able to make a move just. Uh, like that, just in a in a moment, but like like you had a different upbringing than I did, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And, and that just comes from a cultural thing. Yeah. And so that's what we're saying is that, that because of our conversations early, right, we were able to form this relationship where we were able to be there for those type of moments. Exactly. Like you've been there where some in, in some of the biggest moments. You were there when, when I, you know, proposed. You know, <laughs> yeah. And, and I told you that I woke up that morning and I said, this is what I'm going to do. You yeah. know, I, I made my mind, you know, that today's yeah. the day. Yeah. Um, and, and so because of our conversations and mm-hmm. our willingness to listen to each other's different cultures, we picked up on things like that right. and been able to share those moments. And then I, I mentioned, too, you know, you have to be willing to share people, uh, um, conversations with people that don't see things exactly the way you see them. <clears throat> Yep. Whether it be um, biblically or politically or just whatever, socially, mm-hmm. you got to be willing to have those those conversations. Right. And, and I've talked through the years with people that they couldn't be any more different than I was on certain <laughs> issues. Yeah. But I was plenty willing to sit down and have a cup of coffee and let's talk. Right. And, and, and more times than not, right, mm-hmm. it's not that we swayed each other. That wasn't the point. But we both left and, and kind of said, okay, I understand that better. Yeah. Now, I, I may not agree, but right. now I understand why. Yeah. And, and I think that that's the other thing. And then here's where I really wanted to dive in real quick. I don't know how much time we have here. But uh, w- what I really wanted to dive into before we wrap it up is you've got to be willing to have these type of conversations, right, with people from from different decades is how I put it, but but of, of different ages, right. I guess is the the better way. Uh, there's a lot of wisdom in older people. Yes, a lot of wisdom. Yes, and I can man, I, I'm telling you, um, kind of get a personal moment here for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a year now, so I lost my uncle, uh, my dad's brother, my uncle, sort of like another father figure to me. Um, over a year ago, back in March third, uh, March third, two thousand twenty-one, and I remember I was with my grandmother, and we were riding in the car, and I can't remember what sparked the conversation, uh, but I remember her saying something. She said, "When uh, you let up, God takes up," and what that means is, uh, what she was saying is, when we give up the things that we can't control, God takes them up, and He takes care of it. He handles it. Uh, and it was exactly a day before my uncle passed. It was the day before he passed. And I remember the day that he passed, we were at home. We was getting ready to go, uh, to my other grandmother's house. We was going down there to be with the family. And my grandmother was at our house. I don't, I just remember, you know, showing up at my house and my grandma coming to get me and, uh, cause I was at work and. Her driving me home, and you know, of course, I was wrecked. Uh, my whole family was, and I remember her saying those words to me again. It, it, when when we let up, God takes up, uh, and I remember in those moments being like, "Man, that's some real wisdom," mm-hmm. because a lot of the times I, I know when I was younger, I, I'm still young. I'm not sounding young, but. <laughs> Um, but I remember going through situations where I just wanted to be in control and it was totally out of my control, but it was the, the, the need of saying, I got this, I can do this mm-hmm. when I really couldn't. And I just didn't want to let that, let those situations go. But her saying those words to me made me realize 
sort of like how small I am, you know, mm-hmm. because when we have situations bigger than us, it's important that if you can't handle it, it's okay to ask for help. Or it, it, it's, it's a song to say the, the, the peace we forfeit when we don't take things to God in prayer. And that's very true. When, when we don't go to God. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Yeah. Is the next point. Yeah. Because we won't, we won't let up. And so my grandma sharing that piece of wisdom with me uh, sticks with me. And so it's important that we do have those conversations. It's okay. Listen, because uh, there's going to be some young people listening to this. Listening to this. Uh, it's okay to talk with mama and daddy and have those conversations. Uh, it's okay to talk to grandma and grandpa or auntie and uncle. Uh, it's okay to have those conversations. Or any older person. Uh, anyone. Anyone. Yeah. Uh, they can give you some real wisdom because it's, so, it's, it's a been there, done that moment kind of, mm-hmm. kind of deal, you know. And you would be surprised what you would what you would confide in them about the wisdom they will feed back be, to you because they've been there, right? You know, been there, done that, yeah. and and taking their licks exactly. And they're still here to tell the story, mm-hmm. so it's okay to listen to your elders. It's okay. It's perfectly fine because you'll find some. That's where you'll find some golden nuggets too. You'll you'll find some good truth, man. And I and I've had so many of those moments. Like it's hard for me to just. Pick one, yeah, right? you know, because I've I, I've been blessed, you know, in my life. I've you know been around a lot of older people, um, you know, at different stages in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them towards the end, you know. Some of them, you know, as they're getting close to the end, you know, and just just different stages. But what I've learned is that every step along the way, right, they've learned something and they can tell me something that I don't know. Right. They, they've gone through it, you know, and, and that's the the other thing that you you realize uh, when you start having conversations. And this is why I harp on the relationship part of it is that we often feel so isolated. Yeah, you know, with our problems and what we're facing and the stress and whatever. But what we find out is when we're able to have conversations, mm-hmm. we realize, hey, we're not alone. We ain't the only ones. And, and I think what bears it out more than anything, and in uh, future podcasts we're going to discuss this a little bit more in depth, was um, isolation time during the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, you know, man. Yeah. We, we weren't having face-to-face conversations. Um, you know, we weren't having any real deep conversations, Mm-mm. right, with people. So we felt isolated. Right. And you now you read reports post pandemic about these people, and what ninety percent of them say is I felt isolated, I felt stressed, and what what was missing it wasn't anything other than discussion, conversations, right. interaction with people that <laughs> yeah. build relationships. So if there's anybody listening that thinks conversations are important, they're important because the Bible teaches it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're important socially. Right. They, they can if you're a college student, apparently they can increase your test score by ten percent. I you know I don't know, but um and, and they're just important in general. Right. That we have to be able to have discussions, and that's why we started this. That's why we wanted to promote. Hey, we want to be able to have discussions, and we've got a lot of projects that we're looking at down the road mm-hmm. uh, that we're wanting to do. But it all comes out of this deal that hey. 
let's just talk. Yeah. You know, let's just have discussions. Right. And to kind of tag on that as we're getting ready to close here, uh, realize we are meant to be relational. Whether it's our relationship with God or our relationship with friends and family or anyone, we're meant to be relational. And conversation is a part of that relationship. Yes, communication is key. I am big on that. Communication is key. When you communicate with other people, whether it's small, big or small, whatever it is, you talk to them, you you learn a lot. And I agree with what Riley said. That's was that was the big part of being in a pandemic because we were shut in for a whole month. Oh yeah. You know we were shut. We couldn't go outside. <laughs> we couldn't go outside. We could barely go to the store. And and when you did, you you had to social distance. Yeah. You know so. There was no kind of human, real human interaction. No, not not on a consistent basis. No, for sure. No, and so that's that's like he said. That's why we're doing this because we're we want to bring that back and get it set in stone. Hey, it is okay to talk. You know, it is okay to talk, and somebody will listen to you. And um, this is what this podcast is for. You know, as we go along, you you guys, we will set it up where you guys will be able to email us. We will post our email. Uh, on our Facebook page, we have an email. Um, I can't remember what it is right now, but it will be on our uh, Facebook page at TB, uh, To Be Discussed with RNA. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, and um, all our information will be on there for us email and uh, podcast um, links. links and stuff like that. And so, and we're going to be posting throughout the week. You know, we want to have some right. interaction. Right. Um, we, we're, we, like I said, we're workshopping a lot of things right now. Yeah. Um, as we get this thing going. Yeah. So it's gonna be fun. Like I said from the beginning, I am excited as you as we uh, tune in and uh, as you guys tune in with us. Uh, be free to leave comments or questions you have, and we will try our best to get you know the answers. I'm not saying we will have all the answers all the time, but we will try our best to discuss. What we, you know, what you. Yeah, if there's ever a topic you want to hear us kind of discuss, we're glad to do it. Yeah. That's what we're here for. So, uh, I want to thank you. Uh, we want to thank you uh, for tuning in and listening and taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast, uh, TBD, To Be Discussed with RNA. Um, there's more to come. There's more in store. Um, it, also, to add to that, uh-huh. before I forget... We're going to be uploading every Friday. Yes. So we'll have a new podcast weekly, and it's going to be uploaded on Fridays, Fridays. right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So uh, be sure, tune in, and can't wait to see you next week. God bless.